going on? Welcome back to episode of Crew 3 Podcast. I'm your host, Ruckman. With me this week, alone, it's Ricky. Hey, how's it going? It's me. It's go- At this point, I'm going to start thinking you guys are the same person because it's been a little while since we've had you both together. Uh, That's not true. You guys were together like a week, a week ago. This is your investigations. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll prove it next weekend with Extra Life because that's right. Next weekend on November – I almost said September. November the 6th, we're taking part in Extra Life's 24-hour game day. Are we starting about 11 o'clock streaming – 11 o'clock central rather, starting off with a stream of our – webcam event if you want to sign up for that information is in the discord we're going to be streaming that and commentating over matches there from there we're going to be doing our unlocked in our milestone wrestling stream that i put countless hours into making uh turning pioneer creatures and planeswalkers into wrestlers that we are going to have do battle for us with us three doing commentary and from there you know it's anyone's guess what's going to happen uh we're probably gonna do some tier list maker um i talked about this with chris on the on the Patreon exclusive that's just going up right now as well, that I found a show that at least the clips of are on YouTube that we might watch late at night that's just, my kid is possessed by a ghost. Uh, always love that. Uh, just, after the spooky, after spooky season is over. Yeah, that'll be fine though. It'll be some good like 2am content alongside Tearless Maker. And then I think we had the idea of, because I found out Beyblade the first two seasons of Beyblade are on YouTube, oh along with gosh. the all of Metabots. We might just see what other shows are on there, and like Sunday morning to like finish things off, just get some bowls of cereal and just watch old like cartoons that we grow up with. I never watched Beyblades. Well, uh, you're about to. And I think I briefly remember skipping the channel for Metabots. What? But Mr. Referee. Uh, that's a person. I don't know who the main character is, other than uh, Metabee. And I don't know who his kid is at it's all. Iggy. It's Iggy or Iggy? I would have never guessed that. Um, uh, do you do you know the main kid from Beyblade at least? Um, Dragoon. Yeah, but who's his Beyblader? I could not tell you at gunpoint. Tyson. Tyson? Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah, right? Uh, but anyway, we got plenty of stuff. We're just kind of going to roll with the punches, have some fun. Uh, and that, we're going to, I'm going to sort of stop and start the stream so the bods will be breaking up nicely and concisely to uh, re upload on YouTube later. Uh, and of course, if you donate to our Extra Life, we have plenty of, we have a wonderful giveaway going on if you donate to the Extra Life. Information on the page, link below in the description of the podcast, whatever you get your podcast from. And then the, the final, we're, we're, the donations are going to be open throughout the weekend. So if you don't get time to watch us and want to like, you know, donate like Sunday evening, totally fine. Uh, I'm going to close entry into the giveaway Monday morning before we record the podcast. So um, yeah, I, besides that, we got a lot of stuff going on this week's podcast. We are going to be covering the submissions for October's Doesn't Slap and announcing what November's is going to be. We've got some pioneer challenges to go over and then we're going to hype up spoiler season because that starts on thursday tomorrow because we're recording on wednesday this week so uh we got we're gonna have a lot to cover for episode 100 and so be sure to get in your q a questions as well uh anyway i, I think i'm skipping at anything my forget anything else before we get going ricky i think that's it i think we got it all under the, I think under it. the belt yeah well let's get started then with our usual segment of what killed magic this week and it's a quick one because what killed magic this week is the fact that the Wizards of the Coast official Discord channel decided to open up a general chat, and um, it went about as well as you expected. could expect. I the, didn't know Wizards of the Coast had an official Discord. Well, they do. 
Um, and today they decided to open up a general chat. And uh, I feel bad for what felt like the one singular employee trying to moderate everything. And uh, yeah, that's all we're going to say about what killed magic this week. <laughs> Moving oh, no. in, let's talk about the Pioneer metagame. And uh, I think instead of starting with the Phoenix Watch this week, we'll kind of end the, pi- the metagame talk with Phoenix Watch this week. So let's get started, shall we, Ricky? Looking at our 14-day metagame breakdown Based, of course, on MTG Goldfish's numbers, which for all we have now, uh, we're getting some independent events starting to pop up now. So we're getting a little more than just what are in the challenges and the the um, preliminaries. So that's kind of nice to have. So anyway, let's look in at number 12. We have Lotus Field at 2.5. Sharing 2.5 is also Blue-White Control, uh, White-Black Yorian, and the four-color Omnath Civil Awakening decklist, taking us all the way up to eighth place. Eighth place is going to be Advanced Spirits at 3.1% of the meta. Fifth place, Niv to Light at 4.4% of the meta. Demir Control at 6.2% of the meta. Uh, we have Red Green Midrange at 6.8. Rakdos Pyromancer at number four with 8.7. Lurus Burn in at number three with 12.4%. Naya Winota at 13% in number two. And of course, number one, Raining as always for the past, since how long has Midnight Hunt been out? Uh, it's Is It Phoenix. Consider is a real card. Consider is a very real card. But like I said, we'll 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 put a pin in Phoenix Watch here after we cover the challenges. I I do think we 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 spent like about ten minutes last week talking with Chris, really breaking out his thoughts. And I think you know we've got the other Phoenix head here, so we should talk to Ricky as well because uh, it was good for Bitcoin this week in uh, the world of Phoenix. Let me tell you what. Um, but before we cover the challenges, I do want to shout out and look, I gotta, I gotta point out good pioneer what's happening. Uh, if you live in the Pennsylvania area of, what was this little place called? Uh, da, da, da. uh looks like Landysville, somewhere around there. Anyway, there's a wonderful, looks like a cool store called Owl Central Games. They got some pioneer items running and they ran a pioneer 12, a pioneer 2k this weekend. Looks like I had a solid turnout. So big shout outs to that store running a wonderful Pioneer 2K. I would kill for a Pioneer 2K. Uh, they posted their top eight. They had Demir Control in eighth place, seventh place, um, Luris Burn. I'm not going to cover player names in this because I don't want to say actual names versus like online handles, right? Uh, sixth place, we had, what is this? Is this Bard class or is this uh, Gruel mid-range? Second through fifth place, we have four copies of Phoenix. And first place, we have Blue White Control. Now, remember that four copies of Phoenix in this top eight. That's going to be a theme, at least for our first challenge. So let's kick over to that. Our first challenge on Saturday the 23rd, we have Bolivo in first place with a kind of a, a return to form with Mono Black Aggro featuring a new card in Graveyard Trespasser. We have seventh place, Is It Phoenix by O. Daniel Akos. Sixth place, Max Magister with Naya Winota. Fifth place, Manku Song 24 with Rakdos Arcanist. Oscar Franco in fourth place with Niftalite. Third place, Ghoul to Cat with Is It Phoenix. Second place, Deli Sinha with Is It Phoenix. And first place, A.H. Hammer, or A. Hammer with Is It Phoenix. So... Saturday was pretty good for Bitcoin. We got three in the top, uh, the top, three for three in the top three. What do you think of that, Ricky? Um, I mean, it's a good deck. 
Yeah. I like seeing Phoenixes in the top. Um, I, I like, I mean, there is finally stopped becoming this like deck of a million one ofs, and now we're on a uh, you know playing playing more of a streamlined build. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to say that a hammer is running uh, maximize velocity, as I said, you should. Uh, that that card is sweet in the main. I don't think sure. it's a problem. I think he is a Phoenix is fine. It's just the most fun deck. Well, like I said, we'll we'll come back to Phoenix Watch here in a minute after we cover these top eights because I do think Phoenix is fine to a point, and we'll yeah. cover what that point is here. Uh, anything else in this uh, this challenge that kind of excites you? I, I like Bolivos. Hey, we're playing Graveyard Trespass. It's a card I really like during spoiler season, which is of course our mono black werewolf that exiles cards from graveyards. And then we have two main board Hive of the Eye Tyrant in our land slots. Uh, we, we dropped the uh, the Snowlands to pick up Hive of the Eye Tyrant. Seems good. Uh, I mean, I love the Naya Winota decks. The Naya Winota decks are so good. Sweet. And also uh, terrifyingly close to what you'll find in Standard right now. Because once again, Iskus Chariot and Ranger class are dominating forces. Yeah. Um, uh, but Huntmaster and Brutal Cathar... Two Tovlars in some builds. This deck is yeah, hot. Spe- speaking of Ranger class, we've said it before. We we hope you pick up your Ranger classes when you're hyping that card when AFR first came out. It was like $2, and now they are expensive. They're like 12 or 13 I 12 think. 12 or 13 now, yeah. Yeah. Oops. Well, you know, that's how the, that's how the Ranger crumbles. So. That is how the Ranger crumbles. All right, let's go ahead and go into Sunday's challenge. We're kind of going to go through these... A little bit quicker than usual, just because we want to talk about Crimson Vow teasers. Oh, yeah. uh, eighth place, O'Daniel Akos with Is It Phoenix. Seventh place, Nerd Me Reap with Bant Spirits. We have sixth place, Triosk with four color. Oh, what is ooh? This is not the oh, this is the, deck. No, this is the um, oh the infinite. Vac it's, the mu- deck? it's the mute. It's the mute. It's the mutate deck. This is the, uh, like, it infinites, right? Yeah, with double double major and Vade Rock. Uh, so this is, this is kind of like a deck that was first concepted, at least in Standard, um, when Strixhaven first came out. So the idea is with double major, if you copy a mutated Vade Rock, uh, you just get to loop the, the double major, like, infinitely, essentially. Right. Because, like, you resolve the double major, you, like, you copy the creature's spell. Yes. And, and the copy will continue to mutate. And this was in standard with Ikoria for a while. Yes. And nobody figured it out then. Well, actually, like, I feel like when spoiler season was happening with Strixhaven, like, I remember, I think, Saffron and Olive talking about this combo. I just don't think, like, what was going on in standard that, like, just made this, like, hard to do, right? Right. I also feel like Saffron and Olive has built a brand where any time a weird combo surfaces in any format, you can just go, pretty sure Saffron Olive was messing with it first. And yeah. that's just fine. I'm, I've accepted that. In and my Saffron heart. Olive messed with it first, so it's got to be, like, not easy to pull off, right? Like, it's just the concept of the combo, right? Right. But uh, <laughs> looks like this one actually does work. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, it's cool. Okay. I think it's cool. I mean, the Omnaths are sort of there. Yeah. And, and Omnath is here. Yeah, that's what it sort of feels like. Well, we're play, uh, we, we're playing green spells, right? So why not mutating play Vardok onto Sylvan Caratid to give it hexproof is stupid. Yeah, I mean it doesn't need to attack, right? 
Um, I guess it stays defender too. It keeps defender. I didn't yeah. think about that, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, we don't need to attack. Let's see here. Fifth Spike place. Field hazard. Oh, you're yeah, still looking at the deck a, list. Uh, it's a crazy list. Anyways. It's just kind of like a, a mid-rangey good stuff, and then we just have the two double majors, right? Right. Like, at the very least, we're just, re- we're just recasting expressive iterations with Vadrock and Lord Dracus. Doesn't seem like the worst thing in the world. No, I think it's he's fine. And then yeah. eventually you find your combo. Yeah. Uh, right. Fifth place, we have Mog is it Phoenix. Fourth place, Hamuda with Naya Winota. Third place, Stan UA with Luris Burn. Second place, uh, Mika Hartha 1994. That's, I apologize. I just butchered your name. Um, if you're listening to this, yell at me. That's fine. I accept it. Uh, Coco7721 taking it down with Naya Winota. All right, Ricky. Anything else in this challenge? There's a green deck. Are they just regular green? Yeah. They're just playing Planeswalkers. Okay. I was wondering to see if we were going to see some uh, cool things in there. They're playing Ranger class. And uh, other than that, it's the basic uh, mono green Nykthos deck. Okay. Just looking. I'm scanning. Scanning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sweet decks. Um, there's like Junt Sacrifice at the bottom. I love that deck. And you know what? I, I'm not used to seeing like just no Niv to Lights. Uh, we got one in 30th. Yeah. That one Niv to Light player still believing yeah, out there. Still, I mean, Claudia still plays it. Um, and then at least for the leagues, there is one league deck list I wanted to talk about, which is by Villard underscore zero zero. Look at this sweet enchantment deck, Ricky. Oh, what place? Uh, it's a league deck list. I should have sent it to you. You even really relink it? Yeah, relink it for me. Yeah, here you go. So we have four Death Bonnet Sprout, four Death Rite Shaman, four Stitcher Supplier, three Willow Geist, four Ephemia the Cacophony, four Brain Maggot, four Lot of the Troll, one Farika God of Affliction, excuse me, three Warlock Class, four Strength from the Fallen, two Demonic Embrace, one Elspeth's Nightmare, three Timurit Calls the Dead. I'm reading, hold on, I'm reading uh, Strength from the Fallen. Uh, it's the it's the people's elbow. Creature cards in your graveyard. Okay, all right. Whenever an enchantment. Okay, um, this is hot. Yeah, this is a nice little GBX deck. Can it? If we cut Farika, I guess we want to play Tiamat, Calls of the Dead, and Elspeth's Nightmare. I was say it's like we could almost Luris this deck. We could almost Luris this deck. You're right. Yeah. Like if we just cut the Farika. Uh, Warlock class is pretty interesting. Just another enchantment. Okay, let's just draw some cards, right? Yeah. Drains drains some uh, life from our opponent when cards die. Mm-hmm. I've been messing with Willowgeist a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, the card is pretty sweet. Yeah? It has, like, all the right words on it. It was it was even sweeter before I actually read what the card did. Yeah? Yeah, when <laughs> I thought, like, I would make it in big, like, Infinity Infinity by when I cast the Treasure Cruise. Oh, no, no, no. It's not that good. Uh, yeah. But, like, it's best friends with Scoos. Yeah, it is. Let me tell you, you know what card is actually really impressive for Midnight Hunt, at least in my uh, Sealed League at work? What? Uh, the Gherkinator. The Gherkinator. Please elaborate. Yeah. Dirk's McGurk. Who is that? Slogurk the Overslime. Oh, my God. That card has to be bad. It's not. You know why? Because I just like churn through my deck so much. I've I'm playing like 42 cards because I've ended my games with like three cards in the library consistently. 
In limited, if I ever uh, lose to running out of cards, I consider that a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like I report it as a loss, but like because like I, I right like I just I just play my slow gurk turn three, and then the opponent's like, oh, it's a three. That's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I untap by tapping in the windows and dump three lands in my graveyard, and then it's a six six. And then right. next turn I do it again. I just think imagine refining this deck down just a little bit more so we can play Loris in it, and I think okay. I'm like super sold. Yeah, you do, like you want to cut like the demonic embrace. Yeah, like we can work this out. Okay, we can play some, like we'll play four warlock class. We'll cut the demonic embraces. Like there's only six. There's seven cards we have to cut. That's it, right? Still play nineteen I, lands. Just yeah, fine. I, I, I like timer calls the dead because it mills this right, and then it's just also a free enchantment going in the graveyard trigger. Right, that's true. Um, I don't. Know. This deck looks sweet though. I want to play this deck. Yeah. Right. Death Rate Shaman is always hot. I know. And uh, Death, yeah. Death, Death Bonnet Sprout has been an impressive card. Yeah, it's definitely a card I've wanted to mess around with. I, I think I think this deck is real close to being something I would actually just sleeve up and play. I remember actually when this set first came out, when Minute Hunt first came out, I wanted to play like Strictly Worst Teamer Delver. Strictly Worst? Yeah. Not Worst. It was going to be Strictly, strictly worse, right? So it was going to be like... I was going to I was going to air quotes port Teamer Delver over, and instead of uh, Nimble Mongoose, we had Death Bonnet Sprout, and I mean we just had Delver right, um, and instead of Ragavan, we had Taylor Swift Spear or something like that. I don't know what the, the Ragavan was, but the, the joke was just going to be we're just playing like just worse versions of air quotes Teamer Delver cards from Legacy. Right, right, right. This makes sense. Uh, yeah. I'm in. Um, anyway. Sweet. The deck is uh, deck is pretty sweet. All right, Ricky, let's uh, let's get down to the brass tacks here. It's time for Phoenix Watch 2021. So I don't want to. Well, you got it. Okay, I got you. I got you in here for three minutes. Oh no, three minutes of playtime. <laughs> yeah, come to Bonesaw. Uh, anyway, so you know, I think as the week has gone by, um, I don't think things got in. Things went in. Is it Phoenix's favor of? Nah, deck's probably fine. I still so I think Ekaros pointed out greatly that the issue right now is there are decks that beat Phoenix, but just no one like wants to play them. Or Phoenix also just kind of punishes the untuned deck list. It reminds me a lot of when Niv to Light first kind of broke out with Claudio at the helm, right? Claudio put in the time, refined it, tuned it. And now it's Phoenix's turn for that to happen. And now all the untuned deck lists just kind of lose to Phoenix, right? So, and I think two is with Phoenix, it can win through just your graveyard hate, right? Like, it's still beating through go blanks. Right. I mean, so, go blanks are still pretty good against it. Yeah, and so I, I'm i still of the opinion that I don't necessarily want to do any take any action. Um, at least until like we've talked about like having more paper events come back where we get like day two conversions and stuff like that. Um, I think that's going to be a big help going forward because, you know, we're getting to the point where we're going to start hitting inverter numbers of meta play, similar type of results. Uh, but the difference with inverter is I think it was a consensus. Like, I don't want to say a consensus because there are a lot of inverter stands out there. Right. Um, but Phoenix doesn't feel unhealthy for the format. So it's going to come down to 
will there be enough people shouting in the void about playing leagues and running into a third of their matches being Phoenix? Is that even a problem? Have you played the Phoenix Mirror? The Phoenix Mirror? No, because I don't play Phoenix. I play Pan Spirits because I want to beat Phoenix. Right. I'm just saying, I I think that, like, when it comes to, like, looking to ban cards, I don't think Phoenix is, like, really needing something to be banned in it. And if you did ban a card, I don't think, like, you could really harm the deck without... So, my cut, my call that I've been saying the last week or so, if we do take something from Phoenix, isn't the Delve Spells, isn't Phoenix, isn't Consider, it's Thing in the Ice. Because I think, I think Thing in the Ice is the secret, is the silent killer in, in, in Is It Phoenix. Like it definitely is. That's just for sure. Like, you get more things with, like, you know, Thing in the Ice buys you the time to get, like, the dumb Phoenix plays. Yeah. Like, you're not outracing aggro decks because of Phoenix. You are yeah. beating aggro decks because you are, uh, like, just you, bouncing you, their whole board. You you bounce their board turn four. They've only taken, like, three points of damage. They've been able to block your, your Swiss Spear every turn, right, or whatever. And they get to wipe your board and just pop off because of it. And I, I do think that um, it's just kind of a hard balancing act. I think that Phoenix comes at everyone from multiple angles. So one way of hating it out isn't always going to be enough. And I think getting rid of Thing in the Ice, while I do feel bad for like the Demir Control shells that play like the Heartless Act interaction, right? I think getting rid of Thing in the Ice gives it enough of a chink in the armor that it would go down to sort of normal levels again. I mean, I can see the thing in the ice argument. I don't think it's a bad argument at all. I just, I don't, I don't want to see anything leave, but you know, I, th- I think this is way different from like the last time we needed bands. Were like, no. And, and, and I, I've said on the discord, I've said it here last week. I'm using like inverter as an example of just like, a deck that had this meta share percentage and also, you know, it won like ev- like a fourth of the time but was putting up multiple top eight finishes, right? And it's not as egregiously powerful and oppressive as Inverter, but it's kind of following into at least a similar place on paper. I mean, I don't think we're – I guess we're getting close to Inverter numbers, but I mean, I don't think we're seeing the oppression that that Inverter was giving. No, and again, and, that, and that's my point, right? In they still, that they still want to win style, the game fairly. In in style of gameplay, it's not as oppressive as Inverter, but we're seeing it in similar like numbers and patterns, right? Which is why you know I don't want anything to happen. I think where the format's at, honestly, I think what we need to see right now is we just need innovation in the format again. I think we're starting to I think we'll start to see it soon. Yeah, I mean, like, like that uh, that mutate deck is pretty sweet. Yeah, and I think the big problem is for the last year and a half there's been no incentive to really innovate. There's been there's been no carrot on a stick dangling in front of you like for the most part besides just earning some tickets on a challenge. I think that there has been a lot of innovation happening in the past year. I think decks like like the Sylvan Awakening deck that uh, was around for a while. Now it's not really anywhere, you know? Um, I think, like, things like that have popped up and, and disappeared. We've had, like, the like the two weekends where, like, people were playing that uh, 
indomitable creativity lotus god combo. Right. Well, let me let me let me rephrase my comment then. Right. Not innovation in deck archetypes. I want to see innovation in existing archetypes. Like people are just kind of showing up with the same pyromancer shells, with the same X shells. No one is like taking these matchups that we're you should know when to expect. And no one's really innovating the archetypes that exist to the meta. Right. And that that definitely I will agree with. Like it's the you know, people are tossing two go blanks in their main board and like that's all. Which is nice, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel like just your deck just with two go blanks in is not gonna like really do well against like just a Phoenix meta. Yeah, right. Like, like a Phoenix meta, you're going to like need to play a deck that can interact well in game one with the Phoenix cards. Like, like when we're when we're playing Pyromancer, like we're gonna get caught by the graveyard hate too, right? So why are we not still playing the Pyromancer shell? But you know, let's let's up our our young peasy count and start playing with the fact that yeah, there's be graveyard hate in mind. I mean, I'm just sort of amazed. Like the the mono black decks haven't really shown up to like beat up on. I Phoenix think decks. I think Bolivo's list could change that, and like the same thing of Graveyard Trespasser. Yeah, the cards are the same. Um, like it doesn't die to Magma Spray, which is like mm-hmm. big. It comes into play and immediately exiles one thing, and then continuously exiles more things. And then if it flips, dear God, it's two a turn. Not only that, but like in order to kill it, they've got to discard a card every time they target. So now, like same their thing on lightning the axe, yeah. Does it have ward? It has that same ability on the front side too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, the card's sort of like insane. It's like they have to use lightning axe. They're gonna have to discard two cards. They need three cards in hand to kill it. And I, just, I think like fatal push decks like are good. Like if you're having trouble with thing in the ice, play more fatal push decks. Yeah. I also think like I said, I we were talking earlier on the Discord, and honestly, you know what? Like, this isn't me just being a, a, a spirits bro. Like, I think this is the meta where spirits needs to rise up. Like, this is, feels like such a good spirits meta. I just like, feel like the your your Winota matchup can be a bit iffy, but like, yo, I'll jam against like Phoenix all day. I guess like push isn't the best against Winota, but even then, you need push to kill like the the mana dorks and like early plays from the, those decks. So like, yeah. Uh, I don't think push is bad. I don't think playing push gets you like a disadvantage in the format. I think we need to like fall back on the black decks, honestly. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like this black decks in general will just do well against Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And like people need to play more crawl spellbreakers in their aggro decks and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So that, that's my opinion. I don't think that it's a, I don't think it's a, we just need to ban it, but I, I worried that we're going to get to that mindset as just sort of a player base as a whole in magic with how recently standard has become just, oh, the problem is insurmountable and we'll just ban it. Yeah. It might, you know, lead to a, a player base mentality. Where I mean, I would, I would argue we're already, I would argue we're already we there. That's already why, there, that's right? why I've been talking about the Phoenix ban, just being like, you know what? I don't want anything to happen, but say it does because it just, well, might as well could. I think, I think you're right on the money though. Like you, we just need to work you know, just play the decks that beat Phoenix, you know? Yeah. Like, Jun Sacrifice is a good deck, but doesn't have a great Phoenix matchup because it doesn't play, like, uh, Fatal Push's main, mm-hmm. you know? Or move to, fa- move, move to Fatal Push's main. Like, I, I just feel like, you know, 
throwing some go blanks in your sideboard is not enough. You need to play decks that are better suited against the deck. Yeah, I'll agree. I will agree there. All right. Well, let's uh, let's save spoiler talk for the end because uh, I do want to give everyone uh, who wants to sort of go in blind a a chance to listen to the rest of the show. I mean, I, I do chapter everything, but you know, I'll, I'll make it a little nicer and a little cleaner for people. So let's uh, let's go through and look at the couple submissions we had. Like, I'll be honest, I know it was probably one of my weaker themes for the Dungeon Slap Challenge this month, where I said, give me the Skeleton Army. Uh, but I promise you, November's challenge, it's going to be a good one. So let's start off with our first submission by Amal GG, with no bones about it. And Amal just gave us exactly what I wanted. It's the Skeleton Army. We've got four gutter bones. We've got four sanitarium skeleton. We've got four grim roustabout. We've got four moss pit skeleton. We've got four reassembling skeleton. We've got four death baron, who's a zombie wizard. But look, we need a necromancer to run the skeleton army. We have three death priest of my cruel. Again, we got to have some necromancers running the place. Two paragon of the open grave. Two rot farm skeleton. Two bone dragon. And two underworld sentinel with two copies of Skeleton Key, and two copies of Skeletal Swarming. So, Ricky, our first look at the Skeleton Horde, what do you think? This has skeletons in it. Yeah. But is this, like, this is like the, uh, you know, this is like, uh, you know, high school football of of Skeleton Armies, right? This okay. is a no-cut sport, right? Any and all skeletons are welcome here, right? Okay. We haven't, like, found the leanest, meanest skeletons from across the country and offered them way more money than just what they need for tuition to come and play for Alabama skeletons. Sure. Um, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm saying you got what you asked for. I did get what I asked for. And that was uh, a skeleton army. So enlisted. I will tell you that this is a bad Phoenix matchup. <laughs> it's a bad Phoenix matchup? Okay. There's a bad Phoenix matchup, yeah. Unfortunately... Um, but, uh, hey, this is exactly skeletons. What if I threw four go blank on the sideboard? Oh, we're having a rough time. Still having a rough time? I mean, honestly, no. I, I, I know I make a joke about go blank, but, uh, honestly, like, if you're resolving go blank, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're going to have a rough time against Thing in the Ice, though. Yeah. Definitely have a rough time against Thing in the Ice. None of these are skeleton horrors, are they? Also, no. I'm not sure if Underworld Sentinel is legal. Is it? Yeah, it's in uh, Theros Beyond Death. I thought it was a commander-only card, or one of the cards that you could only get in the set list or whatever. It has the regular... Set symbol, you're right. Yeah. Huh. I just don't remember drafting this uh, card. Is, is that one of the theme deck exclusive cards? I think so. Or like the, the color pack exclusive cards or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. All right. Well, our next one is going to be by Bridger, who gives us Black Mold... We have one Gigantha, the Wellspring, as companion. All right, well, that's not a that's not a, a skeleton. But, you know, I did say give us skeleton friends. So we have four Elvish Mystic, okay. Four Gutter Bones, all right. Four Knight of the Ebon Legion, lots well, of Vampire. Two Elanor Elves, four Prosperous Innkeeper, four Dread... Oh, he could be... He could become a skeleton at some point. Four Dread Mangler. Wait, hold on. Plant Zombie, all right. Uh, four Graveyard Trespasser... Four Mornwillow. Okay, there's a plant skeleton. 
and four rotting registrar. All right, look, that says zombie on it, but that's a skeleton, if you ask me. Where, it has where do bones. we get the? Where do we have the cutoff between skeleton and zombie, Ricky? I ask you that. I feel like four cliff company and three ranger class. Right, right, right. Um, I feel like this deck uh, functions as a deck. Yeah, I feel like if I showed up to my pioneer F and M. I could uh-huh. go two and two with this deck. And if I hit Phoenix matchup with the four Graveyard Trespasser, I might just go three and one with this deck. Yeah, there we go. Um, a Morn Willow can't actually turn on in this deck, I don't think. We have, uh... to, have, a, we have to have a land, a creature, uh, exactly a collected company, and exactly a Ranger class in our graveyard. Okay. Uh, for Morn Willow to trigger, but it is and a three-two we, we'll, haster. We we just get to pitch to Rotting Registrar, so we get some control. Yeah, yeah, that is sweet. Um, I think this is skeleton enough, right? It's all spooky. Yeah, and then I there's mean, there's that one we're, innkeeper. We're, skelet- we're skeleton and friends. Yeah, yeah, I like this deck. Um, is it exactly skeleton tribal? No, but that's that's not you know viable. This is a yeah. deck that I'm not embarrassed to show up uh, to F and M with. You know. Okay. All right. All right. Um, also, it's uh, it, well, until the Ranger classes, it was a relatively cheap deck. <laughs> All right, we have a submission by Bink Saki. With, I was waiting uh, for this submission, actually. Bad prescription skeletons. We got four Elvish Mystics. We got four Llanowar Elves. We got four Guardian Glade Walker. Wait a minute. No, that's a skeleton. Uh, no, that's a skeleton. Yeah, let, let it through. Let it through. Yeah, yeah. Mast, Mast Vandal. Hold on. That's a no, skeleton. That, that, let, let it through. Let it through. For Metallic Mimic, he said, we say he's a skeleton, so yeah, let him through, let him through. Uh, Glade Walker Ritualist, hold on. Ricky? Is this the one that draws you cards? Yeah. So whenever a creature enters the battlefield with the same name. This card is a theme pack, or a set pack exclusive. Yeah. And I adore this card. I just want to do dumb things with this card. Is it a skeleton, though? It is, in fact, a skeleton. All right, I'll let it through. Uh, Glasspool Mimic. Well, all the rest of our cards are skeletons, so this is also a skeleton. Uh, okay. What about Realmwalker? Uh, that's a skeleton that finds us more skeletons. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, are bears skeleton? Are bears of Lajara skeletons? Um, yes, they are actually. Okay, and uh, I mean, Clip Company just gathers all the skeletons together. Yeah. This uh, looks this like a skeleton deck to me. This deck is so funny. Um, on a side note, though, when you, when you're playing the skeleton tribal deck and you play your un, uh, unclaimed territory, you should name elf, <laughs> so we can play our landowner elves. So you can play your landowner elf at elvish mystics. But uh, yes, you, we know you name skeleton in spirit. Mutavault is also uh, a, skeleton. a skeleton. Yeah. Um, this deck plays uh, twenty lands, which is fine. Um, I like this deck. I think. Uh, <laughs> Bears a lit Jara, I have to click on and read. Oh, yeah. This card's fine. Yeah, I mean, look. Under all those masks, they're all skeletons. They're just really embracing the Halloween season. Right. I, I like anything with a Glade Walker Ritualist. Yeah. Uh, I have, like, this dream. Okay. Where I, like, have a Glade Walker Ritualist and a bunch of other creatures in play. And I cast Absorb Identity, which is return a creature to its owner's hand. Oh, that one! Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. your all your shapeshifters become copies of that creature, mm-hmm. and then I recast my Gladewalker Ritualist and uh, draw a million cards. That sounds pretty good. Uh, so, what do you think? How like X out of ten skeleton horde? Where are we at? Oh, we're giving grades now. I mean, we're, we're, are we are we skeleton here? 
has skeletons. All right, we, we got skeleton. Checks out. Under the uh, mask, they're, they're there. All right. I put the flashlight on the ID. It said skeleton, so I let him in. Okay. All right. Well, here is our next submission by. Da, 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 this doesn't have a name in the website. Give me one sec to verify. Mm, put your name on your assignments. Uh, this is Codename Eli. So we have four gutter bones, four tenacious dead, two grapple with the past. Uh, four. Me this. Oh, did I not link you that? Oh, here. Oh, here you go. All right. Sorry. Uh, all right. So four gutter bones, four tenacious dead, four reassembling skeletons, four skull prophet, two rat farms, rot farm skeletons, four bone dragons, two grapple with the past, four collect company, four read the bones, and four skeletal swarming. I hate this website. What do you think about the deck, though? I'm trying to read the cards. <laughs> uh, whenever Tenacious Dead dies, you may pay two if you do return to the battlefield tapped and it's under control. Okay. Uh, Rot Farm Skeleton. Uh, mill four cards, return it from your graveyard to the battlefield, only activate as a sorcery. Um, Bone Dragon. Exile some other cards. I like this. Is Bone Dragon a dragon skeleton? It sure is. It sure is. Um, I like this deck. Skeletal Swarming is, I think, a must for all these skeleton decks. Skull Prophet, you know, he's not a skeleton, but he studied the bones. Uh, he uh, puts I, bones in the trash, which is yeah. what you want. I also, I love the thematic, we're just going to read the bones. Yeah. Read the bones is a skeleton sorcery. You can't read it. Uh, it's, but uh, tribal it's skeleton. It's tribal skeleton, yeah. At least in the flavor draft. I, yeah, I'll, I'll agree to that. Yeah. Seems like a, a good a good group of uh, bone bone boys here. Yeah, so far it's been a pretty bones day, I tell you what. Yeah. All all bones. Yeah. Alright, our last one by Servo Token, who uh, provided us with a convenient image I'm also gonna share with you. Just as you can tell, I'm sorry.png. With the Nightmare Before Christmas, a.k.a. a skeleton in Magical Christmas Land. Oh my god, they made a graphic. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> Alright, so our deck list is one Thassa's Oracle, four Clattering Skeletons, four Kurkesh Anaki Ancient, four Sahili Rai, four Heliod's Intervention, four Clear the Mind, four Elixir of Immortality, four Manifold Key, four The Chain Veil, four Gilded Lotus, four Chromatic Orrery. So, the combo here is... As long as we have Onaki Ancient, two Manifold Keys, and either Guild of Lotus or Chromatic Orrery, we can make infinite mana. Oh my gosh, hold on. What I'm trying to read. This is such an important graphic. Uh, please put this in the description of the episode so I, people I understand. I will. Okay, so yeah, we make infinite mana. We're only playing basics? Yeah, it's a bunch of mana. It's a bunch of deck lists, Ricky. It's only six ticks. We can almost play for free. We can't play for free. It's seven ticks. Oh, seven ticks free. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So so then, right, because we have infinite mana, we get infinite uses of the chain veil by untapping also with manifold key? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the first part. I'm on step one. You're on you're, step one here. You're already okay. in, like, the Swedish instructions Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, on this, so, like, key So, Kirk Crash Onaki Ancient, right? right. Whenever you he activate the ability you... of an artifact... If it is a mana ability, you get you can pay a red mana to copy it. Right. So we have two manifold keys, which for a mana I get to untap untap another artifact, another target artifact. 
And so okay. with two, and so with two of them, right? We can so you untap play one them. and a red to untap the next key plus your mana rock. Yes. So we need two manifold keys, a Kurakesh, and either a Gilded Lotus or a Chromatic Ori, because both of them tap for uh, the Gilded Lotus tap for three mana, and Ori taps for five. Okay. All right. So we do all that. Yes. So then we get infinite mana. Infinite mana. And with that infinite mana, we now get to start activating and untapping uh, Chain Veil with our manifold keys. Because we are using Sahili Rai and alternating between pluses and copying clattering skeletons <laughs> to <laughs> infinitely draw cards and make 1-1 one, one counters. As Sora points out, um, make sure you cast Helios Intervention with infinite mana so we get, make sure opponent have enough life to not die so we can win with Thassa's Oracle. How do we kill the skeletons? We copy it with Sahili Rai. How does it die to venture? Adventure? Is it not? Hold on. We need the, the human, the ETBs to venture. This one doesn't work. Oh, it's the wrong one. It's the wrong one. All no. this, all this work, and we had the wrong Allen wrench the entire time. Oh no! Ship it back to IKEA. Well, Servo was a valiant effort. If, if the creature you actually wanted, the four-drop ETB Explorer creature, was a skeleton, it would be a valid deck entry. Uh, so I have to say here, because the skeleton combo does not work, we have to disqualify this deck as it has, wow. it does not combo off with skeleton. Oh, wow. But I think it's very impressive. It is. And, uh, if I ever ask for a, uh, a flow chart for any deck, I know who to go to. So thank you very much for the submission. We greatly appreciate it. This is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you know what, Ricky? It's a Bones Day, so I think they all win. Okay, that makes sense to me. They, they all they all are kudos to the Skeleton Horde. I'd like to note that the entire reason we were playing... Um, <laughs> the entire reason we are playing Heliod's Intervention is to give our opponent more life so they don't die to our infinite Sahili pluses. So we can win with Thassa's Oracle so instead. So we can win with Thassa's Oracle instead. That yeah, is that... officially stupid. I love it. <laughs> Man, imagine how mad our Mitko opponent would have been if we gave them infinite life just to win with Thassa's Oracle. It's just like, it's like, oh, I didn't, what happens if you're going off and you don't draw the Heliod's intervention? Do you scoop? Yeah. Like your opponent's at one and you can activate Saheli, but you're just like, I didn't draw a way to give you life, so I can't win. <laughs> yeah, right? The way I want to win. Concede. <laughs> then you just leave the FNM and never to be seen at that store again. Uh-huh. You'll be a legend. Yep. Well. All right. This is, a, this is a lot of fun. Yep. Thank you for the bone submissions. Now, I have an idea for November. That was my initial idea for October until I realized Crimson Vow came out in November, not October. For November submissions, which we're going to start taking now, uh, but you, you might not want to make your, your submission right away. So make note that submissions will be accepted now until November 29th uh, because, Ricky, November's challenge is going to be Innistrad Superblock. Ooh. 
including the original Innistrad block. Ooh. So, the only cards you can work with are from Innistrad, Dark Ascension, Avacyn Restored, Shadows Over Innistrad, Eldritch Moon, Midnight Hunt, and the currently being spoiled Crimson Val. I would like to ask a simple question of clarification on this. Yes. So this would be an Innistrad block constructed deck, right? Correct. Are cards that are already banned in Innistrad block constructed still banned? No. Because there are banned cards. No, go wild. Okay, so Lingering Souls. Yeah. And Intangible Virtue. Virtue. Those are the two cards that are banned in Innistrad block constructed. They didn't ban Bonfire or any of the stupid miracle cards. They banned Lingering Souls, which is probably fair. Yeah. So the, the only question I want to ask you, Ricky, is do we want to allow additional dual lands? Well, let's see. You got the Shadowlands. Yeah. You got the enemy... Checklands. Um, checklands, right? And I'm assuming we're going to have and all ten of the new lands. A cycle of the slow lands. So that should be fine, right? You got Evolving Wilds. You got yeah. your looks. Your pretty face. Yeah, and you get nothing else. the importance of Evolving Wilds. Ha! <laughs> Alright, well, I think uh, that seals the deal. No additional lands, no outside lands, so your only cards to work with, and I know some of these aren't Pioneer Legal, obviously, and once again, Innistrad Superblock. So any of the three Innistrad Block car- cards from the Innistrad Block are legal. I would just like to say um, that I watched the Community Cup in which Ravnica Superblock was the one of the formats. Uh-huh. Do you know what the top deck was? Was it just new cards? Um, it was Doubling Season Jace Architect of Thought Combo. Oh! In which... Uh, you play doubling season, and then you play Jace Architect of Thought, and instantly ult him, uh, grabbing one spell out of your deck, which would be your next Jace Architect of Thought. Okay. And the best threat you can find out of your opponent's deck. Okay. And then you go through all four of your Jaces, and you end with uh, your opponent's fourth best threat, and then a Wit's End. Because Wit's End was printed in Dissension. Oh my god. And take your opponent's entire hand. And that's how you win in <laughs> Ravnica Superblock. Is on turn six, the game is over because Jace comes down and ults. Man, I wish they brought the community. I love the Community Cup. Community Cup was fun, but it cost money. It does. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to see what monstrosities you bring up. You know what deck I really like? My first thought deck I want to mess around with was? Just Spider Spawning? Yeah, I want it, or that or just blue green self mill. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean Lab Man is in the format. It is. Um so is Miramad Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Which is cheesy, but I played a deck that uh played Lab Man and two Miramad Phantasm. Okay. In case you were wondering, uh Miramad Phantasm. I think I know this from uh I think I know it from memory but i'm just gonna look it up to double check okay um is a creature that you can pay mana to shuffle back into your deck and then flip cards off the top of your deck yeah until you reveal another mirror mad phantasm it is yeah two mana mirror mad phantasm's owner shuffles it into their library 
and then reveal cards from the top until they reveal a card named Miramad Phantasm. And you put that card back into the battlefield and put all the other cards revealed into your graveyard. And uh, so we would play uh, two copies of Miramad Phantasm to just uh, make sure that we like got rid of our entire deck. Nice. Anyways, I so, can't wait to see what they come up with. I know, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I can't wait to see the just otherworldly gaze plus Snapcaster. Um, <laughs> uh, you know we've got things like Liliana of the Veil. Oh, yeah. Oh man, we can just play like sick blue white, just blue black control, right? Just with like we also get Embercool. Yeah. Uh, the game is never ending. Uh huh. Uh, that was the worst named card I've ever seen in my life. The promised end. Yeah, right. When? Well, once it gets out of the moon again. It's just like the card is called Emrakul the Promised End, and it's your big finisher. And what does it do? It adds two extra turns to the game always. Yeah, but it's coming. It's coming eventually. Eventually. It's not right uh, now. Man, what else do we get in Innistrad? I like? want to see the Brucella combo with uh, Unburial Rites. Okay. Um, are there enough good auras for um, the Invisible Stalker? No. All the auras are in Ravnica. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, enjoy that. Are you ready, Ricky, to talk about Morrow's teaser? I've got it up here. All right. Let's uh, let's kind of just go line by line a bit and talk about them because spoilers do start tomorrow. So we'll start covering those on Monday. Oh, so, I get to stream the, the, the big thing tomorrow. Cool. Yeah, have fun with that. All right. Our first up, the following counter types are going to be added. Bloodline, Croak, Invitation, Judgment, Omen, Slime, and Suspect. Suspect token. We can we can make a creature sus. Yeah, vote him off uh, the ship. I can't wait to see the uh, Sherlock Holmes card we're gonna get. That's gonna like come into play and put suspect counters. It's gonna come into play, creature. and I'm just gonna keep shouting discombobulate at my opponent. Discombobulate. That's one of my favorite just dumb YouTube edits of just like the Sherlock the Roger Junior Sherlock Holmes my palace. Yeah, he <laughs> just keeps discombobulating. Bloodline counters worry me. Uh, that's some that's some uh, that's some evil wizard stuff. I mean, we're making La Familia, right? Maybe uh, croak counters are great, uh, but also like with the because they cut. I think the the packaging for the the colored theme boosters leaked, and the five color one is five color vampires. Great. <laughs> so, do you think we're getting a vampire in all colors now? We got a werewolf in every color in uh, in Midnight Hunt. Oh, we yeah, good point. A rare cycle, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we got nothing really to go off of besides so there's a lot of counters coming. Right. Um, a new mechanic that removes something never removed before. Um, my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but That's already so, gone. So remove something never removed before. It's going to remove... Um, it's going to remove mana values. Oh, okay. Or it could remove names. Okay. So like uh, creature types have been removed. Abilities, of course, have been removed. Powers and toughnesses have been removed and or changed in various ways. Um, you can remove counters. You can remove loyalty. Um, we remove cards from exile. Yeah. I think like removing cards names okay. could happen. Um I think, uh, other than that, like it, we've even removed cards off the bottom of our library. You know, like there's there's so many things that get removed. So yeah, 
The only right. thing I can think of is a name. Okay. Um, a powerful creature. A powerful. Snapcaster. Uh, no. Yep. No. I'm I'm running running it back. You maybe are, the salty are, runbacks. All right, we'll get ready for double pie. Um, I the thing about this one I love when people start thinking about it is just like. This could be like any creature from Innistrad. A popular and powerful creature card from an Innistrad set gets reprinted. Um, it's gonna be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be Tovlar from the last set. <laughs> my 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 guess was it's gonna be a card that they thought was powerful but like didn't do anything right. So it's gonna be like uh, Ruination Scob. Ruination Scob. Uh, I think it's uh, a Scab Ruinator. You mean? Yeah, Scabaroonator. Dude, that that thing pre-sold for fifty dollars because Patrick Chapin said it was good. Yeah, I go. I opened one in my pre-release pool, and it was a rock star because it was a three mana five six flyer that needed cards from their graveyard. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I sold it for like thirty bucks to somebody. What if it's Daybreak Ranger? Oh my god! It's too late. <laughs> And we and can't people, have any werewolf reprints because yeah, people are like hot master fells. Like they can't give us hot master fells after they introduce day and night. Day and night, yeah, exactly. Snapcaster, one hundred twenty percent. Yeah. Um, uh, fingers crossed. Predator ooze or Thalia. Predator ooze or Thalia. Gosh, uh, I will never not play a green deck if it's predator. If predator ooze gets reprinted. And well, luckily in standard, you should just never not play a green deck right now. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're there. I'm there. All right. Uh, a new artifact token along the lines of clue, food, and treasure. So what's an art activated artifact that we get something that the hasn't invitation. happened yet? Okay. But what does it do though? Oh, wait. Invitation's a counter. Invitation's a counter? Yeah. Um. So like, okay. So the theories and rumors about this set... Okay. Is that while it is a vampire wedding, because we have now ushered in a thousand years of darkness, we are going to be getting full on Lovecraftian Eldritch Horrors Awakening. Okay. So either like a rites, ritual, or like offerings token. Okay. What's it going to add? Give to us. So we've got, we get life, mana, draw cards. What, what's, what are we going to get from this token? Um. So we're going to sack it. And we're going to get, ooh, what do we get from it? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we're taking something from our opponent. Okay. I was thinking it was like, it deals damage or something. Maybe it just mills us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. All right. A card that makes red dragon illusion creature tokens with flying and haste. I mean, that's, you've just told us what the card does. Yeah. I'm sure it'll have some other things, yep. but that's what it does. I don't believe that card's going to make it in this set. That's what it do. Yeah. Uh, a mechanic that first appeared as a faction mechanic returns. Um, so we've got Radiate is interesting. I've heard people say Spectacle or um, Ooh, what was the original spectacle. Gruel mechanic? The original Gruel mechanic was Bloodthirst. Blood oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes like the most sense ever. Because they already kind of loosely have Bloodthirst they in the first set. They already do in the first set. Yeah, all the cards say, like, if your opponent lost life this turn. Yeah. Yep, okay. I do like Spectacle, though. Spectacle could be a fun one. Um, a new legendary creature card that combines two characters that previously had their own legendary creature card. Uh, we're gonna. It's going to be the Thalian Traff tag team. A new legendary creature card that combines two characters that previously each had their own legendary card. This is so hype. Um, as a child, Ricky... 
Tibor and Lumia was the coolest card ever because it was two creatures working together. Um, and so, like, every time there was, like, a two creatures working together, like, uh, Gisa and Geralf made me, like, so happy. Like, that was so cool to me. Yeah, and then like, did you love we are. the battle bond idea of the original partners? Yeah. The, uh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that one. Was it, like, on one card and they split up or what? Uh, well, no, I mean, just, like, the, the two, like, I mean, it's the, the next level version of it, right? At least these two cards actually do work together. Right, right, right. Yeah, I like that. Um, so... I mean, Thalia is pretty good, but I mean, this has to be like, I mean, is this not going to be like, uh, Olivia and like her, her husband? I mean, Edgar, I know they're going to give Edgar Markov his own card. You think so? Yeah. Which also, yeah. If you haven't seen, they, they, they leaked the little cool poster, right? So it's confirmed Mm -hmm. it's Olivia and Edgar Markov, which we all thought it all makes sense. Right. Um, it looks like they're exsanguinating an angel, uh, which is how they made the vampires originally. Um, right. so theory is that could be Sigarda. I hope it's not Sigarda because like, I kind of want to keep one of the original angels around, right? Like, yeah, we got the white black one back. Wouldn't but, uh, Geist and Thalia be cooler? I, 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 that's what I think. I think it's gonna be Geist and Thalia. That's my thought. Geist and Thalia would be so hot. Yeah. Geist and Thalia. That's my call. All right. A new card that lets you cast certain cards off the top of your library. So it's just gonna let us cast instant and sorceries, right? Like it's going to be the auger of autumn but for spells right yeah easy a new mechanic which is a mirror of an already existing mechanic so okay so it's a new mechanic so it isn't it isn't flesh writhe but i thought it would be flesh writhe or flesh writher what's that there's there's a card like flesh writher it has transmute but for creatures oh okay like it transmutes on the board but uh so this would probably be a new mechanic that is a mirror of an already existing mechanic. Um, so, mecha- so I'm thinking about like mechanics that are mirrorable. Uh huh. It's like flashback is not mirrorable. Cycling is not mirrorable. Um, madness is not really mirrorable. Right? Someone in someone in the Discord, and I forget who it was. So apologies. Um, they their idea was inverse undying. That's that's persist. No, persist. Is the neg one neg one counter one and undying is the plus one plus one counter one? Yeah, but the idea was just like it ends with a one counter and then if it has a one one counter, it comes back without one. That would be really hard to write on a card. I think so too. Um, thinking of things that it could be like inverse like that, right? Yeah. Um, uh, almost makes me want to think like like anti converge is weird to say. Yeah, where it's like it wants you to spend less colors. Like okay. That sounds that sounds super weird. Yeah. But like you know, the fewer amount of colors you spent on this card, uh huh, that could be like something like that. Um, it could also just be like, I don't know. It that could be. It could I be anything. Think of mechanics, mechanics that yeah, yeah. All right. Um, a legendary character returns, but now is a vampire. Nahiri. I was gonna say Odric. Yeah, I think it says legendary character and not creature. I think it has to be a planeswalker. Okay, I think it'd be Nahiri though. Like, I feel like Nahiri would be super anti being a vampire. Also, what they if she sp- lost? Oh yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, I love that they because of the arena stuff they spoiled what so- Soren's name is. What is it? Soren the Mirthless. But I'm ready for Soren the Shirtless. Mirthless. What is Mirthless? He's just like, a sad boy. He's just, he's just not happy. He's not oh, feeling okay. it. 
Soren Soren fails the vibe checks. Oh no. Some rules text that will be showing up on cards. Okay, what we got? Choose a number between 0 and 13. This well, seems like a, that does, a fun thing. Yeah, it could be. Um, With mana value less than or equal to the number of vampires you control. That's a reanimate spell. Okay. Or if a it's red, effect. you may cast it this turn. If it's red, you may cast it this turn. That's going to be like look at the top card of your library or something like that, right? Like exile the top card of your library. Right. The zombies you control have flying. We don't want that. No. Um, at the beginning of your upkeep, any opponent may sacrifice a creature that we've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Kraken, Leviathan, uh, Octopus, or Serpent. So this, this is, is the drowned one. Yeah, that's what's been in the uh, Nephalia Drown Yard or whatever. Yes, this is the drowned one. It's the Elder God that, like, uh, what's-her-face, the chick that gives all your spells flashback. It's like Disciple of the Drowned, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, like, there's, like, uh, a couple that have been sort of, like, leaked in flavor text from Midnight Hunt yeah. and uh, Eldritch Moon. Well, it's also been, like, a th- it's also been a thing that's, like, that's kind of been, like, Nefalia's thing, right? It was, like... That's kind of why they kind of sided with all the Eldrazi coming back. So like, oh, this is the drowned one. But now it actually is this time. Yeah. So like we are going to see like literally like the horned one and stuff like that. Like we're going to see the horned king and like uh, the yellow whatever. Um, the, the yellow prince. Yeah. Like the, all the all the like non-Cthulian. Yeah. Uh, um, like Twice that many of those tokens are created instead. People think parallel lives reprint. That makes sense. Uh, whenever a human you control dies. That's already on, like... So many cards. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. it's, a com- it's a comma, so that could be anything. Here's your favorite. Oh? Equal to the number of permanents you control that are spirits and or enchantments. Ooh. All right. I'm uh, in. Then, if you control exactly 13 permanents. All right, we get it. We, we already had... We already had the 13 card in the last set. Do we need another one? Stop. What was the 13 card in the last set? Uh, oh, Triskaidekathile. Yeah. The person uh, who gets off by the number 13. How about, like, can we get, like, Triskaidekathilophobic? Yeah. <laughs> I am afraid of the person that is excited about the number 13. 13, yeah. Um, that would be nice. <laughs> um, all right. Creature types. Human ranger werewolf. Daybreak Ranger, part two. Daybreak Ranger, yep, okay. Back in the habit. Speed control. Angel Soldier. This is the angel that protects Geist. Okay. I think that's, I think it's gotta be, or I mean, like, anything could be an angel soldier, honestly, but. The the sad angel. There's more more angels now. The sad angel that, like, didn't protect Geist St. Traft? No, she, Geist St. Traft uh, did himself in. Well, no, no, no. Like, well, so the lore is right that uh, he was such a cool human. They're like, here, Angel, like, guard over him. And then some villagers got kidnapped by cultists, but they're like, hey, you need to show up alone, right? And so he snuck out that the Angel fought, like, helping him, and he died. And so that's why the first guy to St. Traft summoned the Angel, because it's the Angel, like, being sad over failing her job. Well, that, and she wasn't uh, with... uh... She wasn't with Avicen at the fight of Hellbolt. Yeah. Because she was following uh, uh, St. Traft. Yeah. He, he goes in to fight a, like, demon cult. Yeah. Um, and ends up getting tricked into using the right knife on himself. 
Mm-hmm. All right, and let's see here. Zombie scorpion. It's a death toucher. Yep. Serpent egg. No. I don't want yeah. that. We have enough eggs already. I horror. I a monster. I already horror. Yeah. Um, legendary creature, human peasant. This has got to be the opulent curse guy. It has to be the opulent curse guy. Legendary creature, human peasant. Or it's like the old man sitting on like the the porch. Yeah. I wouldn't go no further if I were you. No one ever comes back from the O'Leary house. Man, can I just say, rewatching 2018 Halloween, right? The little the little kid that they babysit is the best horror movie character ever. Of just like, y'all, there was something scary in my hallway. I need you to we need to get out of here. No, that's fine. I'll go check it out. Don't go up there. No, no, no. We'll go check it out. Okay. Well, if you want someone to go up there, send your stupid boyfriend up there. He also uh, is like clipping his toenails on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> And then were, blames the girl, uh, blames the babysitter for allowing him to cut his toenails on the couch. If you were a better babysitter, you would have sent me to bed already. So let me sit here and clip my nasty ass toenails. Yeah. But also, like, I love when the, the when Michael jumps out of the closet and stabs her. He just like, oh, ish, and just takes off running, never to be seen again. Yep, he's gone. Just the boyfriend's like, should I do something? You go up there, you're dead, Dave. He's in a news report in the second one. Good. He's just like the, he's like on the news. He's just like ah, there was something in my room, and like that's it. I can't wait to see him in this in the third one four years later. Oh my gosh! All right, uh, uh, spirit, spirit warlock. warlock. So black spirit, uh, probably slug uh, slug horror legendary slug horror. It's like the Gitrog monster, but a slug. And then um, in the next Innistrad set will get Orochimaru, and he will be able to summon the big snake. The snake horror? The slug, frog, and snake will fight it out. Okay. Um, I've seen Naruto. If this isn't ben, the card that Ben Olmer's been wanting that just adds gunk cards to the game? Nobody will add gunk cards to the game. Well, don't tell Ben Olmer that. Legendary creature Kraken Horror. That's this gotta be our... The Drowned. The Drowned one, right? Yeah. And then lastly, Vampire Noble. Two new Edgar, ones. Edgar Markov and Olivia Voldar and Crimson Bride. Yeah, is that the name? Uh, I think it's Crimson Bride. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think, what will Edgar be? Edgar Markov, deadbeat grandfather. Heck yeah. Edgar Markov, finally back from buying cigarettes. Edgar Markov, $80 in Commander, no really. <laughs> Edgar Markov, cradle robber. Oh my god. <laughs> we don't know how old Olivia is. Uh, still younger than Edgar Markov. Also, uh, the random like vampire mythic from original Innistrad, did you ever expect that like a million years later she would be getting her own set? <laughs> you mean the random mythic with three legs? Yes, the random mythic with three legs. She's holding her dress. <laughs> That's a leg, Ricky. Oh my god. What, so what if she has three legs? You're right. We shouldn't judge. Exactly. Let her have three legs. Let's judge the fact that she's a gold digger. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's like a blood digger. Yeah, probably. I don't know if that's worse. I think that might be worse. I yeah, am excited probably. for this set because uh, Midnight Hunt is fun, but I didn't get enough. And I need more nostalgia and I need more Snapcaster. I'm excited for this set to come out because I that means we're one step closer to double feature, which I'm going to buy so many boxes of. 
I'm very excited for Double Feature, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be like exclusive uh, monster movie poster card arts in there. There, there are. Oh, they've already confirmed that. Yes. Give me ahead of the game. It also gets us closer to uh, Neon Genesis, Genesis Kamigaiwan. Uh, Tamio getting the robot. Yeah, he, your your dad loves you getting the robot. Uh, which means we're also a step closer to uh, Nuka Pena, which is the set I'm most excited about. I'm so excited for Nuka Pena too. I, the thing with Nuka Pena is I'm just like, that better be one of the sets we get a D&D source book for. If not, I'm just going to like try to go for it myself. I'm like, how on earth has Wizards announced a year of products in which like I am the least excited for a Dominaria reunion? Right? It's just like, Dominaria United, and I'm just like, I guess. Yeah, like, I mean, look, Brothers War is going to be hype, Kamigawa, Electric Boogaloo, actually this time, and then uh, Demon LA. It's going to be good. They're going to be good. Yeah, Demon New York is going to be great. Demon Chicago, one of the one of the mob cities, right? All of them, actually, because it's all got of five factions, right? Yeah. So it's going to be... And so Demon be Houston, one. Texas. Well, well, actually, that time it would have been Galveston. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Galveston was, like, a big deal until, like, the 1900 storm kind of wiped off the map. Right. And even then, it was still kind of, like, the bigger than Houston for a while. And and, uh, and Demon, Ohio. Demon, Ohio, you know. Would be Vegas. It'd probably be Vegas, right? Just regular Ohio is Demon, Ohio, I think. Yeah, yeah. I can confirm. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, well, that is going to be the teaser for... Crimson Vow from Morrow. Uh, plenty of stuff to go off of. I'm pretty sure we're going to be right at least on a few of those. Uh, especially the ones that I already know for sure what's what's happening right. Yeah, like Snapcaster Mage? No. Get out of here. If I were to pick a card that was not Snapcaster Mage to like be reprinted, right? Yeah. Okay. From, um, it can't be something that has a like named mechanic on it. No. It isn't already going to be part of it. Like, Flashback's already going to be part of it. That's why Snapcaster can come back. Yeah, yeah, Scob Ruinator. <laughs> Scob Ruinator. Um, I'm thinking uh, Champion of the Parish. Ghoul Tree. Oh, my God. I'm thinking uh, possibly Micaeus Unhallowed, but that has Undying on it, so probably yeah. not. The Gitrog um, Monster? No, not the Gitrog Monster. That's not coming back. Because it didn't do anything. Like, I feel like the card that has to be loved, like, I'm thinking Stormkirk Noble is probably my best second place. That's a good one. I like that. That's a good pick. That's safe. Storm, Stormkirk Noble is pretty safe. Um, and I would like what it does for red. Yeah, it can't be like any of the OG werewolves. Right. So, like, I think we're down to, like, Stormkirk Noble and, uh, like, Ishkana. I don't think it's Ishkana. Ishkana has Delirium, doesn't it? It does have Delirium, but like I feel like, yeah, it has Delirium. So all the other angels. I can't are wait dead. for you to take two pies worth for Snapcaster. It's Snapcaster. I'll double or nothing on the Snapcaster. Here. You already did. You've already yeah. doubled down. We're doubling down. I believe in Snapcaster. Okay, it will not affect standard as badly. As I will do. say though, if it is Snapcaster, no matter what happens, <laughs> we're playing um, over. I will not be buying a Snapcaster to sign. Why? Because I don't want to spend the money for a Snapcaster versus the it'll other random garbage we've signed so far. It'll be cheap. Oh yeah, you're right. I'll have to, I can get a new one. Yeah. All right, fair enough. 
It'll show up as rare in the pack. You know, every set booster has one in it. <laughs> Anyways, this has oh, been hey, a lot of fun. Speaking what? of set boosters, um, what do you think of the change to Secret Lair? Hey, we're actually going to make the Walking Dead cards now. Oh, they're putting the Stranger Things one out by New Capenna, right? Yes. Those are confirmed for New Capenna. They're going to be out one in eight set boosters. Yeah. So they're going to show up about like... Literally, um, you get about... Uh, so you you're supposed to get, get you're about supposed to get six one, to seven. You're supposed in to a get box. it's it's one list card for every four packs is what it's supposed to be. Right. So you end up getting like six to seven list cards in a box. Yeah. So half of Wait, those will be the secret layer right? cards. Yeah, because like no, you get eight. You get eight per box. So you're gonna get four secret layer cards per box of set boosters in theory, which seems Wait. like a lot. And honestly, can I make the list? Please, I, I promise. I will do it for free. I can write down. We don't need to have 300 goddamn cards on the list. Please, if I open another Golden Glow Moth, I'm going to jump off something. What did I open? I opened a Lash Out and a Grim Harvest and a um, Spellbook Border Black Blade. Nice. I, I've gotten... Uh, Ian recently opened an Urborg. Oh, that's a hey, that's actually a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You know what I've opened? Golden Glow Moth. How many? Um, I think the most playable card I've opened is Avalanche Rider so far. Okay. Like it's just all these butts commons. Like yeah. I'm tired of opening. Please, if I open Broken Ambitions, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, but it's like now you're gonna open uh, a bunch of. Sheriff Hopper, but the magic version of it. That's fine. I'll take it. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm excited that four of the eight are going to be good. At least, at least I know that they'll be decent, right? Yeah. And then the other four that I open are just going to be ass. Well, you're just going to be able to sell those to the commander players who just complain about Secret Lair all the time, right? Yeah, that's all I'm going to do with those. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Uh, oh, uh, the other question about this. Do you think the secret layer versions get to people before new Capenna comes out. <laughs> this is the real pie bet. I think they will. I think they will too. I think they will, but not, not by a big margin. It's gonna, I think some, it's some people close. still won't get theirs before. Right. 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 Um, anyway, this has been another episode of the crew three podcast. Get ready. Episode 100 next week. Like I said, leading into the extra live stream, on Saturday, November 6th. Tune in for a lot of fun there. Uh, links below to our Extra Life page to see about the giveaway we have going away. And links to the Discord to join the uh, the webcam event stream. If you just want to play some Pioneer webcam and uh, have us talk about your play, but not too critically. We're going to have some fun with it. It's We did this last time Extra Life happened, so it was a lot of fun then, and I definitely wanted to bring it back again. Like I said, we've got a lot of stuff played out, and we're just going to kind of play it by ear in between those things. So this should be a lot of fun. Ricky, thank you for joining this week. Listeners at home, thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, the other week we also hit 50,000 downloads, so I want to say can't thank you at home enough for welcoming us into your your ear holes and uh, listening to us ramble and complain and just have some general fun about our favorite format and his favorite game in general. So thank you so much for that. And, of course, we are supported by... Our wonderful surprise on Patreon, patreon.com slash crew3mtg. We've got three tiers available, so go check those out there. We'll talk to you all next time. Oh, wait. Ricky, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me on Twitter 
at also Steve. You can find me on Twitch at Dormonster TV, and you can find me on YouTube at Dormonster. Be sure to go give Dorm Monsters the Halloween video some love. Oh, give all you. their give all their videos some love because it's some oh, great content. Thank you. Yeah, it is good content. I work hard on that content. Ricky works really hard, and uh, you know, you guys are popular, but you can get even bigger. So go make sure you check those out if you haven't already. Uh, especially uh, the how long how many weeks ago did that come out where you made fun of our favorite uh, the homies guy. Oh, the card game life. That's been a the, while back, but yeah, card game life on Dorm Monsters uh, pretty good. Yeah, a lot of this stuff's good. Just just have take some time and have fun and enjoy. Well, you can find me at Crew3Podcast on Twitter or on our official feed. Also works on my own Twitter page. And then you can find me on twitch.tv slash Crew3MTG. And I also upload our stream VODs on our YouTube channel, which is also Crew3MTG. Links below in the description to Ricky's, our Twitter, everything you need to find. We'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye.